You're on your phone? Oh, dear. Portable phone. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Now we can actually hear it in the uh, the studio in the through the board. There's an actual board. Cause, uh, I have a board thing. It's digital, though. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a little, like, uh, four-channel board at home in case and, uh, when, and, and at, at such time as that uh, Kill Radio is not available anymore. I've kind of made it. I've got. I've got a. I've got a fallout shelter for the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's something. Nice, I, I like it. Yeah. Uh, based on uh, what I wanted to do and a couple suggestions, I edited this together. Let's see. Is everything running? Everything recording? Yeah. Here. Here's the uh, new Radio Mysterioso intro. Probably only for UFO shows. But here we go. All right. No. The the whole extraterrestrial thing is not uh, not a viable solution to this. We we need. To go through a turning point in the study of of this whole domain, away from ideology, we're not here to prove that we're being visited by, you know, aliens from this planet or that star. That may very well be true, but we have not done the basic work. I have this hunch that the uh, that this that this phenomenon is. Um, comes from some sort of domain of pure information. And the fact that they can interact with us at all suggests that, uh, that we inhabit a domain that's also pure information. Are we uh, well conditioned here? Yes. interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. And remember, my friend, future events such as these will affect you in the future. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. And now, for the first time, we are bringing to you the full story of what happened on that fateful day. On, we are giving it. you all the evidence based only on the secret testimony of the miserable souls who survived this terrifying ordeal. The incidents, the places. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. 
Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend. Here we go. Can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Radio Mysterioso. Yeah, you know, I think maybe I'm going to have to shorten that down. That's like, what, a three-minute intro or something? Two, two, 20, two minutes 20. That, that's too long, I think. Uh, let me... Uh, I don't know, when you, get to the, when you get to the part where you're, uh, you know, where you recognize that the guy come in again, you're like, it's kind of, it's kind of like reinforcing. It's exciting. You know what I mean? I guess so. You're like, there yeah. he is! <laughs> Do you know who those people were in the intro there? I think maybe Jacques Vallée or the actor who played Jacques Vallée in the movie there, third, uh, third, third, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But I yes, it actually, I yeah, barely. I have trouble hearing it. Yeah, sorry, I don't think it comes back through the Skype. But um, yeah, it was Jacques Vallée. It was uh, John Keel saying the extraterrestrial thing doesn't explain everything. Jacques Vallée saying we got to stop. Uh, uh, worrying about ideology and trying to prove aliens are coming here from other planets. They may be, they may not, but that's all people are trying to prove usually. And then Mac Tony is saying we inhabit a um, uh, whatever is contacting us or whatever is what we're seeing, and it seems to inhabit a uh, a realm of pure information. And the fact that we can uh, see them and have interaction with them means that we probably inhabit a realm of information too. And finally, it's William Burroughs saying, are we in a go condition? So I, put, I stuck all my heroes in there. Nice. Nice. How have you been? It's a hero stuffer. Yeah. <laughs> I've been great. <laughs> Tired, stressed, busy. This Bigfoot quagmire has been quite the quagmire. And actually, this is funny because I feel, I feel, yeah, this is the simulcast. So it's coming out to all the people who listen to my show, too. It's like, yeah. hey, I, how about that Bigfoot show, guys? Jesus. <laughs> I, don't know what to, I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> I just put it. I just posted on Facebook. I'm the only asshole in paranormal radio who put out a two and a half hour, highly anticipated show an hour before it goes live with a monumental announcement. <laughs> so I'm programming against myself. That's okay. You know, that's what that's what podcasting is for. Um, what 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 kind exactly. of a quagmire was it? So people go over there and listen to that right after this show. Uh, the gist of it is is that our our buddy Adam Davies, who's been down to down to uh, Sumatra. He's gotten really close to getting the Orang Pendak. He, he seems, as far as I can tell from all these years, he seems like a straightforward researcher who's uh, got his head on the straight and is on the right path. But uh, he somehow was, at a, was on a Bigfoot expedition and came across, and in the middle of the night, him and his buddy saw a portal, like an orb, emerge. And these two little beings come out. So the third guy who was on the trip uh, he didn't want to, he, no, excuse me, the third guy on the trip, he told the story. Like, they didn't want to talk about it, but he later told the story this year, and now they they kind of had their arms forced. Everybody was on their case to, uh, you know, to talk about this this story. Yeah. So. Well, so. everybody listened to that show. I, I, yeah. heard, I heard a little, a few um, leaked details from Benal about it, and it sounds like an extremely weird and very rare show of... Uh, a first-person encounter. And like you said, you know, what the hell do you do with it besides tell about the encounter? Because it's a compelling story. Right, exactly. Yeah. And uh, the thing was, too, I was like, uh, the, the quagmire part is like, the story itself is quite like the food for thought. The quagmire part, and Adam, like, warned me about this, and I thought he was being, like, hyperbolic. But the, uh, the, 
as soon as word got out he was doing the show, it became like a speeding frenzy. And I was getting uh. messages all the time from people I never had talked to or anything. They were like in the Bigfoot community, and they were like, when's the show going on? What day? What time? What, when is it? And I'm like, who? I don't even, who are you? Like, what? Jesus. So Why are you was, scaring like, me? dropping like chum in the water for sharks. It was scary <laughs> for me. I was like, I, yeah, you folks, I said, I'm like, you folks are everything I've heard about the Bigfoot community. You are frightening, and I love you. But just wait. The show will come out soon. So yeah, now right. it's out, and people are listening to it. And they, they all probably think I'm an asshole. That's, the, that's probably how it's going to go. Why did this guy, he didn't even, he didn't even. That's all they, you know, that's all they've got. He yes. didn't even. Sounds, sounds like he's on a tin can. Yeah, thanks. That's not the first <laughs> time I've heard that. Wow, that was a great impression. That didn't even sound like you. That was wonderful. Well, we uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows where the road might take us? Yeah. Well, so it's... we've been tormenting these folks. I don't want to say anything just yet, but like also because people are listening who have no idea because we've only been tormenting like a like maybe twenty five people, but we've been tormenting people with this ma- major announcement that will come later in the show, right? Yes, it will come later in the show because I wanted I, 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 if there's anything that I learned from listening to Art Bell for many years, sir turned out was one, sir turned down your radio, and two, cliffhangers uh, uh, kick ass. I like cliffhangers, and I'm not actually really that able to do them very much because I just do my show straight through. I don't take breaks. I don't do it. You know, people have told me, why don't you announce who's on the show partway through? It's like, because it's 99, well, I don't know about that, but probably 75% or more of the people that listen to the show are listening to it by podcast, and they're going to know before they start listening who's on the show. It's not like live radio. I mean, it's not like live radio that you'll never hear again, so... Uh, right now we have I have twenty three listeners. I got two people in my guest room. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't even have a guest room <laughs> in, my, in, in my chat room thing. Yeah. They're divided. They don't know where to go. With, you know, they don't know where to go to talk about this uh, this madness. They should be posting on the Radio Mysterioso Facebook page. We were we've been chatting on for so long, but anyway, the announcement will come eventually. They need to fucking relax. Yeah. Yeah, um, a couple it, people. It, it's going to be huge. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm really, really. I'll be honest. I'm really. I've been excited like for the last day here uh, about this. Especially we we talked last night, sort of ironing out the details, and it's like. Yeah, I could. I, this I, is going to be a lot of fun. I could almost. I can almost. Uh, I can almost uh, see the 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 sweat and pants wedding from all the way over on my side of the country. That. Uh, <laughs> Banal was so excited about this, and I, and I, I wrote to him yesterday, and I said, um, I don't know if I want to get too excited because it might turn into a horrible nightmare. But you know what? Anything you do in life might turn into a horrible nightmare. So what difference does it make? Right, right. Exactly. Um, exactly. So another one Your of kid the- may turn into a serial killer. Who knows? It's yeah, just, that's yeah. just life. So what did you you mentioned beforehand? You wanted to talk about Eric Wallat and his stuff. He, he's a he's a bishop fan, so you got to get him on the show sometime. Did he? Is that how you pronounce his name? Because I saw his, <laughs> strangely enough, and I told you this, um, uh, Bruce uh, Singh, our late friend, uh, told me um, before he passed on, he said, well, hey, you, gotta, you ought to get in touch with this guy. He's doing interesting stuff. So I looked it up. I said, yeah, I think I do have to get in touch with him. Then I didn't do it. And um, then he released his book, which I knew was coming out, and uh, apparently he, a lot of people liked him on your show, and they wanted you to ask me I mean, wanted me to ask you about him. What is Eric? And I thought his name was pr- pronounced Ulye, but you say it's Wallet. O U L L E T. 
I've had to spell it a bunch of times, so I've, I've mastered okay. it now. But yeah, that makes sense. Wallet, what uh, what is his book about? And I I saw it, and I've totally forgotten. But it's something it's something apparently groundbreaking, at least in in uh, my estimation from seeing it. Yeah, it's like about the. Um, I'm not going to do it justice, but he, he sort of applies the parapsychological approach of uh, poltergeists to UFOs and finds that it actually matches up pretty well. So, and then I've found that if you take the model of like, it's like this sort of like, it makes sense. It's kind of like this sociological model where it's like uh, first something happens and everyone's surprised and then all these people rush in with uh, paranormal explanations. And then uh, the more sort of uh, investigative people show up. And they, uh, they, that's the third stage. And they kind of give it a more of a going over. And then while that happens, the phenomenon like dies down and then it dies out completely. I so see. It's sort, of a, it's sort of an arc. So basically what he's saying is uh, what's going on is something is seen and then people arrive on the scene uh, and, and basically change what's going on by just by being there and asking questions. Exactly. Because the thing is not... Uh, you know, the thing is not is 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 like a, a creation of their mind. It's not like a real UFO. That's the other part. That's where the other shoe drops. Oh, really? Is that what he's saying? That the well, he's does he does he say that there's an actual external stimulus, or is he throwing that one out too? Uh, it could, it can, it may, it may, and it may not be. But if it's an external stimulus, it's either created by the mind or it's like a mis misidentification. Like he made the point on the show, uh, it really helped me out a lot. He was like, "If if I'm we're if, like like we're, we're too far away to make this work, but if we were in the same city, and we were both looking at something, looking at the space station, but we our minds kind of became confabulated and thought it was a UFO. Yeah, the fact that you and I were both thinking that it was a UFO would we'd co-create this UFO experience. Right. Even if we, even if it wasn't even a UFO, right? Even exactly. If it was a mistake. So does he think there's Just because we like like I joked at the beginning of the show we like we ping the satellite you know yeah it, it, but to take this further does he think that that is what's responsible for all s strange phenomena and flying object reports or does he say I it's, don't it's think so, does he I say it's really, that was the one question. That was the question I didn't get to ask. I could have asked him. I just didn't think to ask him afterwards. I was Actually, like, ah, shit, I should have asked yeah. him if it's, like, mutually exclusive. But I think well, he was on Coast to Coast with George Knapp. Yeah. Well, I know he was on Coast to Coast. Right. And I, George Knapp asked him, but I don't recall his answer well enough to... I, I, I know what his answer is. Him, you know? I, I'm pretty sure I know what his answer would be, that it is so confused... The issue is so confused because of these things that it doesn't really matter whether it's genuine, quote-unquote, or not. I, I think that's what he's saying, right, but right. i got to get him on the show. Essentially, yeah, I believe he said that on my show. So, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty, yeah, I think you're pretty accurate about what he's... Okay, well, i got to have yeah, Eric Wallace. So, yeah, but you should talk to him, because like I said, you, you, yeah, I feel like you're, you know, this is right in your wheelhouse. You were talking about this shit before I even, uh, you know... Before I even picked up the book, <laughs> yeah, I saw there was an not an old book, not any, not just any book. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I saw that. Well, I don't know about that, but I saw um, an article that he published in Patrick Weege's um, uh, uh, kind of layman uh, arm of, of the science, yeah, yeah the SSE science. journal, um, the SSE journal, the regular one. It has math in it, uh, 
and uh, I think the one that that uh, Patrick does is more kind of like a, a kind of like a popular science or Smithsonian or something for the for the uh, paranormal or for you know for yeah, edge, edge, edge science, science or whatever. Yeah, it's called what? Edge Science. That's yes. the name of the magazine. That's right. It's funny. I said that right when you said Edge. It's like for the paranormal or Edge Science, and we said it at the same time. So yeah, I guess I remembered it. Yeah, I That's don't know what happens when you simulcast crazy things. Crazy, crazy yeah, things yeah, happen. You, you simul think. Exactly. Uh, let's see. It's uh, you know what? Do you want to do this a little earlier than before, than, than we thought we were going to do it? Because I think um, our friend is standing by to help us out with it. He's, he wants to come on now. Is he pressuring us? No, no, he's not pressuring us. But I, I didn't write anything down to ask. I just said Tim and I are going to BS for a while, and then we'll bring our friend on, and we can talk about you know we can spend mo- probably I hope most of the rest of the show talking about this thing we want to announce. Yeah, we might as well, because we're going to run out of time at the end and be like, oh, there's more shit we should, you know, this way we cover everything we can come up with. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if, if, if we, yeah, if we run out of shit to talk about, uh, that'll be fine, but we, uh, we have this to talk about. So that's never it. happened on my show. <laughs> let's see if I can add him to the Skype. I haven't done this in a couple of weeks. Since this is like a super uh, meta with wall-breaking sort of episode, I might as well announce the winners of the uh, baseball oh, yeah. prediction contest here. There's winners so already? That'll fill at least a minute. There you get your side. Uh, there's winners. There's only two people left who can win now. Coming in first place was yours truly, Benal, with four out of ten. And I have two wow. stars left, which means I have two uh, two chances to add points. If the uh, I believe I have the Dodgers going all the way. So if the Dodgers go all the way, I'm, I'm up to six out of ten. That ain't going to happen. We'll see what happens. Well, I hope you're right. Like, as long as uh, as long as long as the following does not happen, uh, Jason Offit is in second place with only three out of ten, so he is only one point below me, and he's got the uh, Kansas City Royals to win the AL, the uh, Dodgers, I believe, to win the National League, and the Kansas City Royals to win the uh, World Series. So he has three stars. So he actually could pass me uh, if it's a if it's a Kansas City Dodgers. Uh, World Series, it's going to be quite epic because uh, the whole title will be on the line in that. Uh, so that's it. That, and then, you know, following that, the rest of the people out of contention, uh, Lauren Coleman had three out of ten, but he's got nobody left. Kimball had three out of ten, but he's got nobody left. Red Sun Superman had three out of ten, but he has no one left. Bishop had one out of ten, but Jeez. he also has a chance to pick up two more two more points if the Dodgers wouldn't all. Uh, Richard Surrett had one out of ten, and Go Rightly had one out of ten. So... Uh, we all got screwed by the Nationals and uh, the uprising of, of the Blue Jays and the Mets and the Astros. No one saw those three teams even getting a sniff. So, Or if they did, they had them in the wild card, and they all ended up winning divisions and shit. So, and no one had the Astros. So that's it. That's the, uh, that's the deal. So I'm going to be the winner uh, unless, the, unless the Royals beat the Dodgers in the World Series. And then off it wins. Did you get the guy on the line? Uh, I can't seem to add him by phone number. Oh, boy. Oh, there. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. What's going on here? Yeah, well, uh, I can't do it on here, so he's going to call your show. This is this is the wonderful, uh, he he's... The wonderful world of, of live and unrehearsed and uh, simulcast radio or pod radio or internet live radio. Is he there? Simulcast radio, baby. This is why it's historic. All right. We got him on the line here. Steve, are you with us? 
Yes, I'm with you, Tim. Good, good, uh, oh, it's still evening to you as well. Happy Sundays to both. Thank you. It's, it's still evening all the way around. Okay, we've been so, teasing yes, people. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Ray. Steve? Hello. Yeah, go for it's it. It's great to be here in wonderful Dallas, Texas, calling iCoastally. It's thrilling, it's thrilling, it's thrilling. So, is there something y'all wanted to talk about? Oh, God. Um, since this was Steve's idea, what this monumental um, uh, announcement is about, I uh, and Tim wanted Steve to make the monumental announcement about uh, what uh, is being planned here. Well, per the suggestion of, uh, of the group Paranormal Research Mind, of having a, a meeting of folks without all the trappings and burden of conferences, uh, there's going to be a sort of an unconference or uh, at... Uh, in Dallas, Texas, an unconvention uh, in Dallas, Texas, this upcoming April, next April 2016, held in conjunction with WrestleMania. So folks are going to be in town, people to come to Dallas, to the, uh, to the Hampton Inn at Dallas, in Addison, uh, and hang out with all your favorite researchers, the, uh, the cognitive and speculative elite. And it's free. It's show up and talk with people. There. That's, uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, maybe there's better ways to hide. Oh, and, and the name that uh, the tin, you said you insisted that you would not rest until and unless it was called Paramania. Is that, is that not the case? That is absolutely the case. Nice job, woo. Steve. I think you, I think you summed, that was a woo. I heard that. That was good, too. I think you did. That was excellent. That summed up the, uh, the deal pretty well. Right, Greg? Yes. Uh, if, when he first talked about this, I said, is this dude serious? And then it turned out he was serious, and then I got to thinking about it more, and I thought, well, this is, this is great. I mean, it's, uh, there is absolutely no pressure for anything. Show up, and you can be there, and you, you just meet up with everybody. And there's, you know, there's no charge for anything. You just have to get yourself there and put yourself up, and you might have to get a car or something. But on top of that, there isn't like you know, $300 for blah, 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 or $25 for a workshop. Because basically, as of right now, it's just going to be, um, as far as I know, uh, Benal and I and, pa- and uh, Kimball's coming, Paul Kimball. And uh, Nick, I just uh, contacted this morning. He said, come over and he like give a little talk or do a Q&A or something. Um, and this is from April 1st. Hey, Steve, is there any reason why you picked April 1st? That's uh, the WrestleMania works. Yeah, yeah, it's just the days leading up to it. Oh, okay. Okay, there so it's is, April 1st. Uh, no, there is no uh, prankster encoding aside from that provided by the universe itself. Okay, so it's... Right. Uh, yeah. It kind of works with the whole idea of what we're doing, though. Yeah. So just to... Just to uh, just, First, second, and third, it's a Friday, Saturday, like, Sunday. Uh, go ahead, Greg. What? First, second, and third, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, um, hang out, do something, go eat go eat at a nice place. Saturday, um, I guess we're going to have a venue to uh, have some informal talk-like things and hangouts and, and yak. And then Sunday is WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just to kind of sum it up for people who are still, like, confused about what the hell we're talking about. I'm confused. Uh, I think Steve did a good job, but he had to really hammer them with this. It's like, here's the deal, folks. Bishop, me, Kimball, Steve, we're going to be in Dallas, Texas, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, WrestleMania weekend. Uh, we're going to be staying at the Addison in uh, Dallas. It's just outside. I don't know. We'll get all the hotel information for people uh, shortly. 
and in Addison, we're going to hang out and do do esoteric stuff. And the great part is, it's absolutely free for anybody who wants to join in. That's the whole point, folks. It's absolutely free. Yeah. Get your ass to Dallas, and you can join us on all this fun at Paramania. Yeah, and, actually, uh, uh, Aaron Gullia said that he might be in town, but he would not be attending WrestleMania. He he hedged it a little, but uh, he did say he might be there. Oh, that'd be excellent. See if we can get a few people. See, oh, yeah. we encourage anybody to come. We want everybody. You know, this is the, it. It only gets better and bigger if people. And and the cool part is, is you know, it's it's an unconventional convention, so we can kind of yeah, do whatever we want. Yeah, it's not even and a we're convention. Talking about yeah. what it, it's really kind of just two assholes planning their vacation. But we want you to join us on this vacation. And we want to make it a paranormal vacation. Yeah, and uh, Steve suggested I, it, and he fearlessly predict. There's going to be amazing people, amazing conversations to be had uh, that you can't even anticipate, but you can experience if you come to Dallas. Uh, it's, I think it's going to be fine no matter how many folks show up. Yeah. So I promise nothing except like interesting people will be here at this point in time. Watch uh, instead of watching the skies, watch this hotel. Uh, watching Jesus. wrestling, and I think there's going to be a f- couple field trips. One of them apparently to Dealey Plaza. And then the other, obviously. Yeah, I think that's an official. I think that, that's an that, official that's that's like a given. The trip. Uh, Nick reminded me that I think something like sixty or ninety minutes or something from him is Aurora, where the Aurora like yeah, the it, Aurora thing's an hour away. I looked it yeah. up. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so we could do Aurora and Dealey Plaza yeah. in one day, possibly. Yeah. Oh, and uh, don't forget uh, Greenville, Texas, where one of the mysterious eighteen uh, nineties airships dropped. Like, uh, touched down and gave the guy a letter. Said, please mail this. Is the letter anywhere we can look at it? No. Uh, It was an honest farmer. He didn't, you know, he mailed it. It got sent to wherever it was being sent. (laughs) Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) I have no comments on my page about this. People are either, they don't care or they're too stunned. (laughs) I I hope they're not confused. The whole deal is get get your ass to Dallas, WrestleMania weekend. We're going to be there. We're going to be doing paranormal shit. If you want to join in, get down there and hang out with us. I'm going to throw down the gauntlet right now and challenge Adam Go Rightly to attend Paramania. This is the the kind of fun we can have with this event. Adam, I'm calling you out. Paramania, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Are you going to show? (laughs) <laughs> Maybe he's busy growing his beard a little more. Who knows? He might be busy that weekend. That's the whole deal, man. You're going to be hearing about it from us all the time because we're going to be. It's going to be a, a just. I hope an enormous party and an enormous like enlightening trip where we get to check shit out. Yeah, and yeah, uh, well, there's uh, no shortage of partying venues in Dallas. Texas. Yeah, uh, the the what thing is, thoughts, as we get, well, what the, my thoughts are. Um, I think you have a page set up, or you're about to set up a page, so I think people can check in that way and say, look, I'm going to show up, or yes, I have my tickets, or whatever, and we can kind of get an idea of how many people are going to be there as it gets closer to the date. You've got, what, six months uh, to, to set it up right now, so that, that's not too bad. Because someone here is like, oh, I don't know, uh, not sure about the cost. Let me lay down the cost for you, at least from where I'm at, folks. Because uh, believe me, if this cost like an arm and a leg, I wouldn't be doing it. But... Uh, the flight from Boston to Dallas for WrestleMania weekend is only 240 bucks, uh, round trip. Oh, and wow. the hotel we're going to be staying at, which we'll have all the linkage up for that at the site, uh, is only is only like 85 bucks. So in total, it'll maybe cost me 500 bucks. And if you're going to a paranormal conference in Dallas that weekend, 
you know, you'd be out the 500 bucks if it was me, and I'd also have to buy the ticket to the paranormal conference and all the accoutrements, which would also run me another 150 bucks or more. So yeah. you don't have to pay that. You just got to get down to Dallas. Yeah, see, that, when yeah, I first you know, heard it's like, like, like we're going to... You see wristbands, paranormal things, you get to sit up close to the podium, none of that. Sit as close as you can manage. Right, exactly. You don't have to pay to meet, do the meet and greet the night before or anything like that. The whole fucking weekend is a meet and greet, baby. Yeah, we're just it's kind of a hangout. And I, I was thinking, this would be a nice little thing. And as we talk about it more, it's like, I think it's going to be a nice, it might be a nice big thing. And, you know, I hope Steve doesn't become sorry that he said he'd help set it up. <laughs> That's, uh, no, it's a, how can you be sorry? It's like, uh, you know, like, oh, I went on this adventure, and it worked out this way, or it worked out, or it didn't work out at all. And that's like, we learned something new. Everything's going to be fine. There's no way to lose with this, with this wonderful all right. experience. Yeah, well, we'll have, well, the Jeez. only thing that's going to really cost for anybody, really, as a big thing, is if uh, Steve has to get a venue. Other than that, I think he sort of has a place, but it's not going to hold, it'll hold about 30 people, but I think that's about it. Yeah, like once we know the venue and shit, and if there's a cap on space, we'll be like, you got to RSVP if you're going to show up to the venue. That's the deal. I mean, there's no, it's free, but you got to show, you got to let us know you're showing up. That way, like a hundred people, you know, let's say the venue capacity is like fifty people, and for uh, God forbid, like three hundred people do do show up, and it's like, dude, we got to capped at this many. Sorry, and we'll know next year. It's like, all right, we need to. Yeah, we we might have coffee there for you know thirty or fifty people, but I don't think we're going to get no coffee and and muffins for three hundred people. That's not. That's probably not going to happen. People can buy their own coffee and muffins. There's no yeah, I know. price to attend. They can yeah, I've got to a, buy their own food. I got this weird thing where I have to be, you know. But, yeah, if there's going to be that many people, yep. then, yeah. We, we, we'll, it'll be kind of a, like, I'll, I'll help with this. I'll help with this. Let's put on a show, you know, like the, uh, the like. Uh, exactly. Little Rascals. Yes, yeah. exactly. The Little Rascals are Andy Rooney or whatever the hell. <laughs> oh, I and if, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Mickey Rooney. Not Mickey Andy Rooney. Rooney. Yeah. Andy Rooney. Rooney. Andy Rooney's that guy. Here in the 60 minutes. Now. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Rooney. I'm oh, sorry. Boy. Mickey Rooney and uh, 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 Judy Garland. Exactly. Yes. Oh, that oh, wait. Hmm. So yeah, it'll be it'll be quite the uh, it'll be quite the happening. And oh uh, yeah, I haven't set up the page yet because I was afraid it would like show everyone on Facebook that I set the page up. So I was waiting till we announced it, but uh, it'll be up on Facebook later. Yeah. And. Uh, and for now, you don't know about this, Steve. I got a surprise mm-hmm. for you, buddy. If you go to uh, paramania.org, you'll see uh, that, that's where we'll be directing people. So paramania.org oh, you is bought uh, the domain. You bought the domain. It's a, it's an Internet thing now. It's in the Hall of Records. Woo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so par- Paramania. And if you go there now, there's, a, there's an adorable picture of uh, me, Greg, and Paul from, from back in the day. Oh, was that when you were out here and we were at that bar near the airport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the picture. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we were all toasted. Burger so that's of a, the month. That's a good. T2. That's a good picture. Uh, I could not yeah. believe that. Any, yeah, I cannot believe. Still, cannot believe that, seri- that uh, Steve was serious about this, and I can't thank him enough for just saying, "Look, I'm going to do it." I think on. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, well, who dares wins. Yes. I think on Saturday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be so informal that I think I'm going to talk about something. I'm pretty sure. Nick's going to show up. I don't know how much time he has to hang out. I, I will talk to him about it a little bit more. Because, you know, he lives, what? I think he lives like 45 minutes or something like that from, from uh, Addison. Yeah, more like 30 minutes. Oh, does he? Okay. 
He's up 30 minutes away. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, like maybe he'll skip out on the Dealey Plaza shit and he'll meet us for dinner that night or something. Yeah. And by us, I mean everybody who comes. That's the fun part, folks. It's not like, oh, it's, you know, it's not like, oh, the speakers are going to be having a, you know. It's like, no, dude, it's just a big old fucking party. I, I really think that there's going to be great things developing we can't anticipate. And we're going to see, and maybe I'll be wrong. It's all good. I don't care if I'm wrong. Uh, somebody's uh, one of the list. My my listeners, Steve Calavetta, is saying, "Is this an April Fool's joke?" This is no joke. Folks. It's not an April Fool's joke. No. This is not a joke. This is as as real as real can be, as Jim Ross would say. It is paramania. It's real. It's happening in Dallas, Texas, and we want you to come. Yes, uh, uh, Tim has yeah. copy, copyrighted that name. We didn't even have a name for it until Tim said, "I got it. I got it." Paramania. I always wanted to name something Paramania. Now I can. Right. You thought you'd have to like settle for a son, call call him Paramania, but yeah. that's a mess. No, 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 no. I thought I would. I thought I would. Uh, I, I, I've always wanted to put on a conference, but I don't have the inclination and the financial uh, wherewithal to do it. So I Not didn't want to have that Paramania name in my quiver, like, and drop dead in two years, and no one, you know, <laughs> never, never use it. So fuck it. And the cool part, folks, for the people who are like, we should. <laughs> We should probably stress at some point, and I'll make note of it on the website, we are in no way whatsoever affiliated with WrestleMania, so we don't sue us. <laughs> you don't want Mr. McMahon showing up, sending the chief of operations to give you a talking to? Yeah, yeah. That's when I'll be like, it was this guy Steve's idea, and he owns the name Paramania. <laughs> we can sue him. Oh, it's <laughs> like... Speaking of paranormal uh, wrestling connections, the that secret space program conference that Walter Bosley is giving a talk at, that's being held in Astrup, Texas, Hall of the Undertaker on Halloween night. Yes. Wow. Nice. That's yeah. pretty cool. And we've got yeah, we've got uh, like both halves of the of the calendar. It's like some Halloween Will Purgus Knocked kind of deal. Actually, we're a month off of Will Purgus Knocked, but. Greg, have you, Steve? I'm excited too, because uh, and Greg, maybe you can speak to this. Have you, Greg? When's the last time you were in Texas? What's your impression of Texas? Because I personally have almost no firsthand knowledge of Texas, and, I, and it feels like a banal style state. It feels it feels like just insanely, just like I went crazy when I went to Canada. I'm really looking forward to fucking getting to Texas. Well, so, there... what, what do you, what do you know about this magical land uh, <laughs> known as the Lone Star State? Well, for one thing, my father was born there. In wow, he was born in Corpus wow, Christi. You're practically a native son, come home. Yes, he was born in Corpus hey. Christi, right on the coast. Oh, wow! I think he still owns land in Corpus Christi, which is in the swamp, which isn't worth anything. But anyway, that's my connection. Uh, I went there um, for one of our Texufornia cookouts that we've talked about here on the show. Um, I think in the late 90s, hosted by our friend Dave Reimer and one of our, our good friend um, Wes Nations, who was also uh, who is who has since passed away. Um, They're both from Austin, and his uh, his uh, mother his mother and father had a uh, ranch near Paris, Texas. The ranch was so large we got lost on it. And wow. uh, yeah, it was it was a very nice camp out because we got to camp in a like a five bedroom ranch house and then go out and shoot guns like idiots and chew tobacco and 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 you know, uh, fish in two private fishing lakes they had on there. It was a very deluxe vacation. Um, 
and I also visited Dallas. A couple, I visited Austin and Dallas, uh, and I like the state. I like the craziness. I don't, you know, of the people there. They're independent-minded. It's kind of like California people that are from California. They're independent-minded. They got their own. They got their own um, ideas about things. Strong beliefs in things. But the thing is. As far as I can tell, they don't care what your belief is as long as you just let them do their thing and you do your thing. And if, if you do that, they're as friendly as hell. And uh, and I might nice. I might be a little bit biased because the, the friends I have from Texas are kind of like uh, Austin, Texas hippie Texans. <laughs> All right. Actually, the, the, rest of the, uh, the rest of Texas does have that same attitude. Uh, like, you can... Uh, there's a great deal of diversity. It's just not mandatory diversity. Like, if you want to hang out in Koreatown, you go to Koreatown. If you don't like the Koreans for some reason, just drive past. Take the next exit. No big thing. No one insists that you, uh, you know, we don't have to have a, a, a universal Texas parade. Just hang out with the people you want to hang out with. That's cool. Nice. Nice. Just well, more I'm example. excited about Texas. Uh, you know what the first thing? cowboy hat right when I get down there? Should yeah. I don don one for the trip? By all means, or buy one from a Scheffler's or uh, like Scheffler's Western Wear, um, Cavender's <laughs> Boot City, many fine stores for purchasing uh, cowboy hats, authentic Texas cowboy hats. I think it might have a little more money than one you pick up at. They can uh, be. We have hats, hats for every budget, sir. Hats for every budget. Nice. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've got a resist nice. all, which I, I like very much. So we- the cool part, too, is... Uh, this is all just kind of coming together. We're just planning it out as we go along. Like, the only thing that really came up was I said to Greg that uh, it makes perfect sense we're in Dallas to go to Dealey Plaza. So, yes. Uh, Greg, ask, ask Steve. Did you already ask him before? Greg said that there's something that everyone says when they go to Dealey Plaza. He told me. He spoiled it. Yeah. Uh, what is the first thing that pe- to Dealey Plaza, Steve, and, and what, what was your reaction? Well, it's, it's, uh, it's a street. Like, you drive through it frequently to go downtown. It's just a street. Yeah. What is the first reaction from people out of town when they come to look at it every time? And I've, I've never heard this fail. Um, I, I guess I failed to be a proper tour guide. I usually just say, like, what's that cat doing there? Or, uh, <laughs> whoa, it's small. Oh, oh there you go. He got it on the second try, Greg. Yeah, you got it. Okay, got that's it. On the it. second try. Everybody says, it's so small. That's what I said when oh, I got yeah. there. We walked over to the grassy knoll. It's like it's so small. In fact, the you, if you wanted to shoot somebody there, the worst possible place would be from the sixth floor of the school book depository building. Every other place there is really close to where that X is, where the where the car was. It's, uh, however, it's, I think there's uh, like a uh, clearer line of sight everywhere else. I think other people would have seen you with a gun. So, uh, in terms of not being a not being noticed while you're shooting, the uh, the wind would be good. Or you could get, go behind I that fence. Uh, well, behind the fence the is good. Grade? I can't wait to get there. I want to stand on the grassy knoll. Yeah, the, be behind the fence is good, oh, yeah. and the overpass I, is excellent. You wouldn't be seen there if you crouch down. Yeah, see? What do you, well, what do you say that, other Steve? people on the overpass, you might say, whoa, why are you aiming again at the president? Because you know, there were people there. It happened in the middle of the day. That's true. That's it true. was a different time. <laughs> I'm sure he's pointing that gun at the president out of love. He wants to test yeah. the Yeah, back in the 60s, it was considered. Back in the 60s, you could do that kind of thing. It's not like in this fucking PC world we live in now. Anyway, oh, anyway. The, the so Dallas, Texas, I can't wait. 
I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. And and the more, you know, as people, it would help, I think, Greg, I think you'll agree. It would help if people would let us know if they're coming. So, so. Yes, well, that's what that's so, what your yeah, that's what your page is for. Really figure out how to do things. Yeah, that's what the website is for. That's what the Facebook page is for. Also, it might be some way to set up. You know, I was thinking if somebody wants to talk for a little bit, like one of the listeners has something they want to say, they should present a uh, a prospectus about what they want to say. Because otherwise, somebody will get up and they'll just ramp and you know, and it's like you've got twenty minutes, and do you, you tell me what, tell us what you want to say. Um, but uh, for sure, I'm going to say something, and you know, I won't take up a lot of time. And and Benal's going to say something; he won't take up a lot of time. I'm sure Steve will have to. And uh, and if we and Nick, and if we can prevail upon Kimball to make a you know make a little presentation or at least do a Q and A or something, that'd be great. Totally informal, I think. Why I hate pennies by by Paul Kimball. Yes. Why what I hate, hate what? Pennies. Oh, pennies. The pennies. Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, you have pennies in America. How quaint. Yeah. Except, except, yeah. They got rid of them in Canada? Oh, well, I didn't know that. I still, have can- I still have Canadian You better pennies. not talk like that down in Texas, dude. He might get, he might get, he might get mud stomped. <laughs> nope, nothing like that. So, uh, yeah, and we should also reassure people. I, I already can tell there are going to be some people that are like, wrestling. Like this has nothing to do with wrestling, folks. It's just coincidental that we're all meeting in Dallas and going to WrestleMania. You, you know what's also coinc- that way. coincidental? And I'm thinking of, and I will pay for the extra, I'm thinking of staying there an extra day because opening day for the Rangers is on April 4th, on that Monday, <laughs> in Arlington, which is... If we tickets, I'll stay the extra day. Okay. I'd like to see... It's opening, opening day, day with, though, could be tough. Yeah, yeah. Opening day with Seattle. It's opening day always like hide out in the stadium, and maybe they won't kick you out. You could just, like, watch the game for free. They don't play in the same stadium, Steve. They don't play in Cowboys Stadium? I think they do. No, no, they play they in the ballpark at Arlington. They play baseball in Cowboys Stadium, Steve. They play football in Cowboys Stadium. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. No wonder you're the baseball expert. You were right once. Yeah, you're, you're oh, wow. a big sports fan, I take it. Yeah, uh, the ballpark uh, at Arlington uh, is where uh, they play. Sports which are fine. I'm sure people like them, yeah. Yeah, WrestleMania is not a sport. Like it's not, entertainment, actually. Which is why we're having Paramania. Oh, about the sports? No, we, we'll drop that. I was just I just noticed that. It's like, huh, I wonder, yeah, if, the, yeah, yeah. I wonder if opening day in L.A. is going to... Oh, no, it's not for two, like a week or two later. Great. I wonder what opening, opening day in uh, Ballpark at Arlington is. Wow, it's April 4th. They're opening at home at the beginning of April. Huh, that's interesting. So I, I might look into that. Actually, that's a Smiles Lewis fellow. He said he might show up. Uh, he said, like, oh, again, nice. it sounds fine, but he might have thought I was insane or dreaming what I meant. Or joking, an April Fool's joke. I'll call him and prevail upon him to show up. It's only, what, like a 15-hour drive? Real, Mr. Lewis. It's like, what, a 15-hour drive or something? Is that all? <laughs> what, from Austin? Yeah. No, it's like three and a half. I know, but every time, I, every, I've driven across Texas, and it takes forever. <laughs> it's, well, that's all the way across. Like you, it's just like a small bit in the, just a little incision up the middle. It's not uh, like right, from, right. From well, actually, turn. yeah, I drove from Dallas to Albuquerque. <laughs> that that was a nasty drive. <laughs> yeah, that was, in one day, I, I went through um, what is the town where uh, uh, Clovis, where uh, Buddy Holly recorded all of his stuff. I drove through there at like midnight playing Buddy Holly really loud with stars over. It was beautiful. I, had, I think I had a convertible. It was great. It was it was a nice little trip. 
Oh, nice. holy shiznizzle. Uh, Stephen Miles Lewis just uh, messaged me on the Facebook, and he now says, yes, 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 with with three exclamation points and a smiley face. Looks like he's down to show. So, sounds All like right, that's so a yes. Miles Lewis to the fucking pro, uh, festivities, folks, <laughs> at Paramania. This is how it is. They're just going to come from all over the fucking country, all over the world. Someone on the, in my chat, Rojan, who I like, he's one of the hosts of Project Archivist, but I do bust his balls all the time. He's saying hotel costs and getting around town. He's already concerned. It's like if you can't make it, don't make it. If it's too much money, I understand. Not everybody has like 500 bucks to blow. But well, if you but do if, it, uh, the, we're the, doing it as the, much the on the team as humanly fucking possible, and we're not charging anyone to come down. That's the whole point. It's, we can't even stop you from coming down, really. It's a, it's a public venue. Uh, but it's you know, like the four nights, it's about like $400 in the hotel, but you can split that four ways. So you can put four people in a room. So exactly. if you all want to get cozy and frugal, uh, as some some would need to be, then split those costs. Yeah, or you can stay at another right, hotel right. nearby that might be less or whatever. Exactly, exactly. So it's up to you to oh, figure yeah, out the costs, a- but the, the point is that there's no cost from us. That's yeah. the whole selling point of the thing. Uh, more frugally minded people might stay at the Galaxy Inn, which is a little <laughs> bit of a drive, but it is cheaper. <laughs> you there showed you me Galaxy a picture Inn. of that. You, you said that people might get mugged coming out of the, out of the Galaxy Inn, though. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's, I just said cheaper. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure. It, it, uh, uh, it'd be a brave person to stay at the Galaxy Inn, but I hope someone does. They can tell us about it. Maybe, maybe the maybe it's all just a myth. Yeah, from the from the yeah from the Fort Worth hospital, they can tell us about their stay at the Galaxy Inn. <laughs> oh, oh, this should be sent to Parkland, where President Kennedy was sent. It's what? Parkland there hospital. you go. There, Parkland uh, Hospital. If they get injured, they can be taken to Parkland Hospital, where <laughs> Kennedy had his brain stuffed back in the in the container or whatever it was. Yeah, just you know, talk about the ultimate tourist attraction. The same hospital, President Kennedy. It's still there. I don't believe now, Steve, it. Steve, is the hotel that you booked, Greg, in the same one you sent me, so I can at least post it for the folks in the chat? Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, uh, so it's the first, uh, the Hampton Inn, Dallas, Addison. Yeah, and Hampton, At- let me see. Addison is a is a suburb Steve, of Dallas. I gave you a bunch of shit the other night on Facebook uh, about my wife. I don't have a wife. I was just messing with you. So, oh, so I um I figured that. Yeah. All right. I just posted the thing on the on the uh, on the thing on the chat, so people can people can go there. It's the it's the Hilton. What the hell is it called? Hilton. This is Hampton. why I'm on the board. No, the folks. Hampton. Hampton Inn, Dallas, Addison. And we're looking at it. I'm seeing 78 nightly price for uh, Paramania weekend. But you're gonna want to do it like relatively soon, folks, because we didn't really mention the hundred thousand wrestling fans that are gonna also be in Dallas that weekend. So it's it's going to be, you know, it, there's oh, going to be right. craziness in the air. There's going to be a large, uh, the, the population is going to swell by, I don't know how much, I don't know how much, there's a lot of people in Dallas, though. It's, uh, actually, Dallas is really spread out. It's like it's like three times the area of Los Angeles with half the population. Oh, so wow. That's why things are, are yeah, it's, it's nice and spacious, nice and cheap, very affordable for uh, to, to live, work, or just to visit. There you go. You should like work for the tourist bureau. You probably do. That's how you got us to to to, to uh, ah, that's, that's, what that's the, how you won the bidding for the inaugural ins- Paramania. Yeah. This insidious plan is all about. <laughs> What's that, Craig? I said that's what this insidious plan is all about. Um, and like I said, it, it just amazed me that Steve just said, "Hey, let's just do this." I, at first, I thought, like like many in the audience here, I thought he was joking. <laughs> <laughs> 
But he's not joking, people. Yeah, I... That is one of my great powers, is, uh, like, when I'm joking, people think I'm serious, and when I'm serious, people think I'm joking. But in this case, it's, uh, no, this is a legit thing. Like, uh, you've seen electronic proof, Greg. You know this is a, a, an actual bona fide occurrence. Yes. This is the future. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna blow your colon out right now, Steve. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, because uh, I just heard from a friend of mine who who has a foot in both worlds of the paranormal and professional wrestling, and he is very intrigued by the paramania concept. And uh, he's uh, you know he's he's he's, he's, he's put one evil eye on it right now. He's got an evil eye on it, so we we may have even more an evil eye. He's got not an evil cursing eye, but an evil. He he is evil, so he's looking at it with like he's like ah. Okay. So he's he's looking at the event right now. Okay. And giving it a lot of thought. So I was going to get a lot of surprise guests at this thing. So that's I think. uh, Well, since we don't know who's showing up, they will all be surprise guests practically. No, well, we're going to have people check in. You keep saying, I don't know, though, Greg, I don't know how you feel, but Steve keeps talking like Ted Kaczynski's going to stroll through the door. Like, I I hope that's a killer. What a weird, what a weird Rorschach result. Unknown people, you get Ted Kaczynski. That's (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know. It's scary. You're like, you're like, you don't know. You know he listens to Benal. You're scared. You don't know me. I'm just talking about you. Yeah. Yes. You don't know who may roll through the door. You know James Holmes from the Colorado Theater Massacre? We might just have him. It's like, what? I don't, don't want to hang out with that guy. No, no. It's, uh, cool. I'm, I'm, oh, my gosh. I'm trying to, like, open the door to, like, you know, let, let the possibilities spring freely. World of imagination, et cetera, et cetera. Endless possibilities. Exactly. It's like when, you go to Ve- like when you go to Vegas, hey, anything can happen in Vegas. The same thing is true here. I agree. Greg? Yeah. Always. Well, yeah, always. I, I the, the did we already go over kind of a schedule? Because I'm going to get there Thursday night and then be ready on Friday morning if we don't stay up partying too late um, for probably sightseeing. And then uh, Saturday is see we've kind of got to keep the the speakers down, otherwise a uh, you know, number of them because otherwise you're going to be sitting there all day in in a room listening. Yeah, we're to not people. doing yeah. that. I don't want to turn this into a real conference. This no. is an unconventional conference. Yes. So if we do speakers, it should be like we'll have to figure out speakers. We know we know uh, definitely we're going to Dealey Plaza yeah. and maybe Aurora. We got to sit down and figure out the scheduling part. But trust yeah. me, folks, oh. there's no shortage of things to do. Yeah, and uh, there may well be like a uh, well, I don't know if that's re- if that's necessarily going to be happening, but there is talk of a lavish UFO themed party at a nearby castle, but I'm not sure. Castle? But uh, we'll just have to see how that goes. Like with a well, moat. Well, here's the thing, though. Let me throw this out there. First of all, I got two things to say, Greg. I think you'll appreciate this. All this talk, allegedly, about a lavish and that was the word just used uh, mm-hmm. theme party. At a castle, you're coming from Steve. UFO, theme. UFO theme. It's coming from Steve. So Greg, don't <laughs> Greg and I don't know shit about this castle. So uh, don't hold it against us. Second, though, Steve, if you're dude serious about the castle, maybe we could use that as a venue for the parent. Like we just hang out at the castle, fucking in the afternoon, and do the presentations, and then you know go out and then come back for the party. There's, or something. Oh, there's a way to the party. Uh, yeah, there's like a media room with uh, like a 40-foot widescreen projection surface. Uh, that might work. We'll, we'll just have to see how many people there are. 
Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to give a talk. I'm just going to show a short film that I really Star like. Wars again. Yeah, uh, Josh Kutchin, my yeah. my guest a couple weeks ago, is in a brass band. He's he's uh, vaguely suggesting he might uh, show up to play music. Oh, if he can get there, he's more than welcome. He says, "I'm warning everyone." And like, 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 like. Oh, he's going to be like New Day with, with a trombone. Or no, there you go. Tuba he plays the tuba, though. Yeah, he plays the well tuba or sousaphone. I'm warning everyone. He says that I'm making this down. I'm marking this down in a very serious way. <laughs> Which Good. Is, sounds like the we California definite maybe. We're not going to let you forget about this. This is Paramania weekend, April one, two, three, Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Right, Steve. Yeah. Bring, uh, that's right. Yeah. Bring your awesomeness and and uh, let your esoteric flag fly. If I know how to play it, or maybe if I don't, maybe I'll. Yeah. Paul Kimball says I may bring my guitar. Uh, I may bring my my two by four Devo guitar that I have that that uh, I'm still trying to learn relearn how to play. And so Kimball's bringing his, so maybe I'll just I'll just turn up and just drown him out with uh, distortion. There you go. It'll be a tr- there you it'll go. be a true jam session. Yeah. All they have to do it is like four, and four you know chords. We, do? we haven't even talked about this. Considering this whole this whole thing was birthed on a live simulcast, we should do somehow even if we do like a Q and A panel thing like in the afternoon, just we'll just put that on the internet while we're doing it. Stephanie definitely wants uh, stuff to be Skyped where possible. Uh, Stephanie Kitch. Yeah. Quitch, yeah. yeah. She said what yeah. where possible? But she does not think she'll be able to make it, but she's very interested. Like she, wants to, she wants to participate in the experience as much as she can remotely. So Yeah, well, uh, we, well, we'll that's the other thing we'll have to set up is like a little, like a, a um, some sort of a chat. That'd be nice for people that can't actually make it so they can like hang out and look or put up a cam or something. Alrighty, we got Smiles Lewis, a buddy of mine uh, who's who's mixed up in all this, who people would know, and and possibly Joshua Cutchin. So people are already, you know, if you build it, they will come, man. That's the whole idea of this thing. Yeah, as as uh, oh, as oh, our yeah. my uh, longtime listener Carlos said, Mohammed is coming to the mountain. So, I mean, is that Carlos Red Pill Junkie or no? No, I think he was referencing himself. No, no, no. Oh, oh, uh, wait. Oh, uh, that's uh, That'd be uh, Carlos, who guards our nation's secrets down in Austin. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes, our our friend Carlos. I'll leave those secrets back in Austin. I don't want to know what he's what he's mixed up in. <laughs> well, they're a secret, so yeah, of course. So yeah, we'll do all kinds of fun stuff. I'm really I'm really looking forward to this. I re- I really like. I know some people might be like, "Oh, this is crazy," but I I really like how to, uh, already it's kind of disorganized, but it but. It, all of the foundation is there for something truly remarkable. Yeah, we wanted to say something this week because it gives people a, a big amount of time to plan for it. Even though you know you don't have to buy tickets or anything to the thing, but you you know you got to plan your your uh, t- your flight tickets and or if you're driving or you know picking up a car or wherever you're going to stay, that all has to be planned. So that, that's kind of why I, I was on board with just you know announcing it as soon as we kind of said, I think this is a thing. I hope a lot of people can make on it on a historic simulcast. Yes, on the historic simulcast. Uh, is there more stuff we want to talk about? I'm excited about that, the historic simulcast aspect. Yeah, so a lot of stuff is going on at the same time here. Uh, is there more we want to talk about with yeah, this? Yeah, we. Uh, no, you... except that, like, people, if you're going to go, I would suggest logistically it makes the most sense if you, if you, if you grab a room at the hotel. Uh, we're obviously much like WWE, we're not affiliated with the, with the hotel, so don't call down and go, I'm coming to Paramania! They're going to hang up on you, probably. 
a fun prank for the hotel. Like yeah. that's like you know, people keep asking for the paramania block. What's paramania? <laughs> they're going to think they had a paranormal experience because they're going to talk to their friends in the hotel industry and be like, "How about all those wrestling fans? They were crazy." And they're like, "What are you talking about, dude? Our hotel was full of weird paranormal people." I did not have a a slate of things to talk about because I mean, anytime I'm on with Tim, we just start going. And Steve, jump in whenever you want. Uh, what I've been telling people, okay, I, I got a segue. What I've been telling, not even a segue. What I've been telling people recently is I'm working on a book and I'm about three quarters done with that. So um, that will be announced when it it happens. So I I would I would say sometime before Christmas here. Uh, I'm just got to figure out the logistics of. Um, self-publishing because uh, that's how I want to do it because it's a small book. Well, small. It's going to be a regular, like, 250-page book. But um, self-published because it's uh, basically about 75% of it is stuff from UFO Mystic um, from uh, from the four or five years I wrote on that site with Nick and then later a few other people like Leslie and uh, Regan Lee and a few others. And then plus some new stuff. Um, I've written a part two to a couple of the different articles just with like new new thoughts about things. Actually, I asked the listeners, like, what would you like to see? And a few people said, how about some new stuff about where you're at now? And so I've been writing that stuff. So that will be out nice. um, probably within, a like, I don't know, anywhere between a... Sometime before Christmas. I, that's that's what I'm aiming for. All right. Uh, speaking of other people, uh, you used to write with on UFO Mystic, Craig Woolheater. He said, "Oh, I might show up. I might oh, show cool. up for this." But he didn't. He didn't commit. But he said maybe. Right, right. People can say maybe right now. We just need them to say yes or no. Like, you know, closer. You know, a month or two out. Yeah. You know, so we. But if he's only like an hour away, so he's a more he's a, a likelier candidate. Yeah. He, uh, strangely enough, you mentioned him. He he owned the rights to all my writing from UFO Mystic until recently, and uh, I, I have made an arrangement so that I can uh, publish a book uh, with those writings, which are hard to find now. So I will uh, give him some appreciation for that. So yeah, I hope he does show up. That'd be great. Does and we'll hang out and we'll talk about paranormal shit. I always find the meet and greet to be the best part of these events. So yeah, the whole well, idea is like to extend the meet and greet as much as humanly possible. Yeah, it's good. The entire so thing's like a, a meet and greet. Nothing but dessert. Yeah, the entire thing's a meet and greet, uh, except for the part where people are going to exactly. talk a little bit. Hey, I'm trying to thank Tim. Who you got coming up on uh, the show in the next few weeks? Can you talk about it? Yeah, I got a show. Actually, I'm, I'm overstuffing the week because I missed a whole bunch of shows and. Scaled back to two shows a week, uh, two shows a month for the last couple of months because it's been a little crazy for me here at home. Thursday I have a live show and I'm doing uh, Ohio's Historic Haunts, Investigating the Paranormal in the Buckeye State uh, by James Willis. He'll be on the live show uh, Thursday night at 9 p.m. So. Oh, okay, cool. And, yeah. And I guess from what I understand, he went to these places and talk to the people like who work there or who reside there and shit. So it's less like, oh, here's something that happened when someone visited. It's more like, oh, you live here? What's it like? I think, but I can't say that for sure. We'll be promoting these shows, uh, the big show, as time goes on. We'll try not to be obnoxious about it. I know Greg won't be. You know I will be. Will be yeah, I probably won't say anything about it. Funny about it. I'm not going to say anything well, about it, the probably. the big show coming? No. <laughs> no, the Dallas show. No, no. Paramania. Yeah, no, he was making a wrestling joke. Oh, okay. He was making a wrestling joke, Greg. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm not a wrestling person. I don't know. But as I told both of you, I've never been, and I would like to see it at least once. Maybe I'll like it. This 
the annoying part, Steve, you'll agree with me on this, is he'll be, he'll be, wa- you'll be watching it on that giant screen in the arena anyway, because it's like, to go to a 100,000 person event, like, you, you really kind of can't, uh, <laughs> can't take in all the nuance of the, of the show in a way, you know what I mean? That, that's not, that's not necessarily true, uh, I, like, the first couple times I went to live wrestling, I was shocked uh, how I was unable to hear any of the dialogue from the announcers or the, the yelling ringside, but I could still follow all the action because they're like kabuki players. They, yeah. uh, they're acting broadly enough that you can see it up in the nosebleed seats. I think you're right, so, but at the same time, dude, this is like different from going in a re- in like a ten thousand person arena. This is we're gonna they're gonna look like ants, I bet, to us from up there. But who knows? Um, who knows? But the other thing you will get is the absolute electricity of the crowd and being That's able to like, feel the yeah. rage of like he did what a betrayal like that? Why that that flaming steel chair was for was supposed to be for good, not for evil. Yes. You hit him. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, exactly. And, but you'll get 100,000 people, like, reacting to crazy stuff. So it's going to be, yeah, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. I'm trying to even keep that tempered, you know. Now, do you have the tickets? How does this work? I thought the tickets weren't even on sale yet. So I have placed an order with a large seating ticket broker, and they've cashed the check, so I'll follow up with them Monday. But it's, uh, it seems awfully elaborate to be a fly-by-night. And I have uh, contacts in the ticket brokerage business that I can appeal oh. to if there's a dispute. Steve's connected. We didn't nice. know this. Every time we ask him, he's like, yeah, I know people. I know a guy with a castle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I do. What's that? Does it have a moat? What's going on with this castle? No, there's no moat. There is a courtyard, though, and there's windows... Uh, facing from the main house into the courtyard that you could pour boiling oil from if you wanted to, but, uh, <laughs> but you just use the, uh, the the courtyard just for like for you know smoking at night. Molten lead, something like that. It's, uh, if you got any, yeah, smoke them if you got them. <laughs> that, don't bring mol- don't bring molten lead, folks. It's going to be a challenge to keep it molten. That's that's the that's yeah. big problem. Yeah, you just have to. Oh, uh, there's a motorized swimming pool out back, though. Oh, excellent! I can't swim, though. You're just making me feel uncomfortable now. You're, you can, you're doing great. You're doing you can fine. keep molten lead melted. You just need one of those turkey fryers. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. I think we found the guy who's bringing the molten lead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check. Who's bringing the potato salad? I just uh, saw a cool thing online uh, called Anthill Art, where this guy, oh, yes. I guess a, a create. Hmm? Yeah, you pour uh, aluminum he takes in or something. Aluminum and yeah. pours it into a, a fire anthill. Jeez. And, th- and then later he digs it up, and you can see like there's the, the aluminum has cooled into the shape of, of the, all the ant colony chambers. It's like a reverse Pompeii. Uh, oh yeah, yes it is. Weird. Do you have anthill insights, Greg? No, no. I just uh, <clears throat> I, I had read that article, and I think I'd seen it a while before too. And I think they actually use it to eradicate anthill colonies while creating something pretty. And people's like, "Oh, the poor ants!" Like, if you had fire ants living on your property, you would pay to have somebody come and pour molten aluminum into their nest. <laughs> I, I've heard the stories. Great thing about fire ants is they all bite at once. Like, like they'll, they'll be crawling up you. They'll be like covered. Ha- they'll be covering half your body because you stepped on their hill accidentally. Yeah. And then, 
that at a certain point, one of them will freak out and bite you, and that makes all the rest of them bite you. So it's... Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, that raises a big concern, actually. What kind of predators should I be uh, concerned about down in Texas, other than, you know, <laughs> right-wing conservatives? It's, uh, we have a, uh, well, the right-wing conservatives won't bug you. That's, that's a great thing about, uh, you know, we can't tell what your politics are unless you bring them up. And otherwise, well, have a drink. It's all good. Uh, we have a nice. great deal of paved surfaces in Texas, so we won't have to really worry about good. fire ants, per se, unless you go nice. rolling in the grass. Um, and, yes, it's uh, when there was a power outage recently, or within the past year or so, I did see a couple of coyotes like wandering through a mall parking lot. But that's wow. because everything was dark. Uh, there are some cooters, but and, and I bet. In, but they 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 mostly keep to themselves. There, there's uh, oh, uh, Texas does have a law that says that if you are using uh, land for uh, native Texas agriculture, as in, like, longhorns or growing products or something okay. like that, then you only have to pay uh, taxes on the land at the farmland rate. So you'll see, like, cities, you know, or, like, land in the middle of cities that will have a herd of cows on it, and it's just like a tax dodge. But it also means that there's, you'll see cows, herds of cattle, where you least expect to see them. Nice. So... So in that sense, just don't don't go like hopping fences randomly because you might uh, you might have to face some bulls. Oh boy, there's a predator. A conspicuous example of this is Fuel City gas station and 24-hour taco stand <laughs> down uh, just uh, southwest of downtown Dallas, and they have the Fuel City herd, which is uh, like they've got you know a corral and cattle there, and sometimes people will bring other animals. So I have to ride a camel. Uh, at Fuel City, you just, I've got a camel. Here's a saddle on it. Five bucks to ride, and, <laughs> and there you go. And, you, and you, no release or anything. It's just something happens too bad. No releases whatsoever. There's just Hop an, on. Yeah. We'll walk you around. Yeah, there's just an understanding. It's just if something goes wrong, it ain't our fault. <laughs> that that uh, I never really got that part. It's a camel. You get to ride a camel. Who even has time to think of the lawyer? I think I would like to do that. Uh, the other weird thing about one of the few weird things about Texas, uh, our late friend West Nation said that they went to um, Big Bend uh, National Park, and on the way back, there's a little town called Terlingua or Terlinga, something like that. Do you know that one, Steve? Uh, I don't know the town. I know the name. Yeah, he said there's a bar there called La Kiva, and what it is is an underground bar that's dug out in the shape of a Native American kiva, but it's a bar. And it's got colored lights in it. And I really want, I, someday I want to go there. It's like a pilgrimage site for me. I'm going to Google Maps over to that one. That, that sounds like Yeah, I, I wonder if La Kiva yeah, is still good. there. It's, it's just, it's so, it's so un-PC and, and so disrespectful and wonderful that I really want to go. I mean, for one thing, it's a, people are drinking in a, in a, in a, uh, in a replica, replica of a Native American church, basically one of their holiest places. So I really want to go. Oh, well, well, it probably makes the alcohol more potent. You, you can probably get drunker quicker if you've got, like, Native, Native American vibes in your head. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe that's the idea. And I, I bet if you ask the bartender, owner, or whatever, who's probably the same guy, <laughs> he'd probably say, sure, you're right. You want another one? Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet he will. Oh, and uh, in uh, Salt Lake City, the, they've got this 
uh, all the shots are controlled by law. So if you like go to a, a bar, there'll be a line on the shot glass. They can fill it that you fill your glass that full and no fluid. Not but Texas because you're so high up in the air, the alcohol hits you really hard, really quickly. So you can get drunk for cheaper than you think. Where's this? In, in Utah, actually, wow. all, of, all of Utah. I've been out there camping a few times, and if you want to get beer or booze or anything like that, you have to go to a state-run store like Canada. Yeah, I was just going to say that sounds like Canada, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a state-licensed uh, store that has certain luckily hours. Luckily, we're going to all. Dallas, Texas. And they don't care in yep. Dallas. Texas used to have, uh, where, like, they've, they've gotten a little bit squarer in recent years, but it used to be that, uh, like, you could drive... Like, I don't know, just like yell at you if you're driving impaired, you could be drinking. And then they changed it to where only the driver had to be not drinking, but other people in the car could drink. <laughs> and, uh, and they still have a rule that you can buy, uh, like liquor at uh, drive throughs uh, as long as the container is sealed. So they've got these, uh, like beer barns that will sell you frozen daiquiris in a plastic bag. And there's, uh, and it's sealed when they get it to you. If you turn the corner and then bite the corner off the bag and start drinking it, they can't stop you. But uh, that's, that's technically the law. Okay. You were asking, we were oh asking what is Texas like? What, what do you think of it? There. That's what I think of. That, that's amazing. <laughs> I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, my God. This is good. And we'll, have, we'll figure out all the logistics later. I mean, we just need to know who's going and, and, and make it happen. So That's what are the – And really, again, like, like what logistics? Like we, we go to a room and then we talk. There's plenty of rooms. We go to a right, room. We're like at 10 o'clock in the morning, we're all going to meet at Dealey Plaza. We'll figure it out, you know. The night before, we'll figure out how we're all going to get there. If you're, if you're like a shy person and you're hanging around, you know, let us know. <laughs> so you're not still back at the hotel when we're at Dealey Plaza. Like we'll all work we, together. Like – we can Greg, I put on Twitter to say heading to Dealey Plaza now. Hashtag Paramania. Right. Oh, there's going to be a lot of hashtag Paramania, Steve. You know that. It's I. I it's probably going to be trending. It's probably going to probably going to skew the internet. There you go. Broke the internet. Maybe uh, we can turn around and sell this back to WWE in a few years. Yeah, it's, you know, maybe um, some somebody can uh, volunteer to make some T-shirts or something. Or you know, t-shirts uh, nowadays. Yeah, print up, um, print up a whole bunch of you know iron-on transfers, and people take it home and make them make them themselves. That'd be a little cheaper. <laughs> yeah, you can put it on the front of a tuxedo shirt or any other garment. Hey, Tim. Hermania socks. Yes, Greg. Uh, what are the uh, addresses uh, of these uh, sites where people should be checking in? I guess there's a website and a Facebook page, right? There's no Facebook page yet. Right now, just go to paramania.org. That'll redirect you to all the info you need. So by, let's put it this way. I'm buying all my shit on Tuesday when I have a day off. And actually, ironically enough, Steve, I think I told you this, but I'm not sure. I'll be going to uh, Monday Night Raw tomorrow night in Boston to officially oh. let the WWE know that Paramania is a real thing and it's happening in Dallas at WrestleMania weekend. So I'm, I'm kicking off the Paramania uh, with a visit to Monday Night Raw. It's, I won't be on TV or anything. Yeah, that's but don't, so don't look at, you know, they're not going to, like, bring me out on camera and announce it, but I'll be there. <laughs> uh, so Tuesday I have the day off. Then I'll be buying my plane ticket and the hotel, and uh, we'll have all that information 
on uh, the Facebook page, which you'll get be able to get to through paramania.org. Well, so I can post a link to hotels.com. People can buy the uh, <laughs> like the their hotel room for that exact date range. I can do that right now. Well, I posted it in the chat room. You can throw it up in the uh, Radio Mysterioso page, but I'm just talking about people who are listening later who are like, how do oh, I, what the, who, where is this? Hotels.com, Addison, I don't, I'm confused, so we'll just... It's like, like in, like, uh, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, this is a message for future generations. Exactly. Your... Just go to paramania.org and you'll be able to... Uh, get all the information on the event, and I believe our friend uh, Jeff Ritzman is going to make a logo for us. So right now the whole thing with just me and Greg and Paul hanging out in L.A. eight years ago is uh, <laughs> that, that was the seed that, that planted the tree that is Paramania. I, I did see that. There's the, there's and the, the cool part actually is, too, I was telling this to uh, to Steve and, and for the folks who were like, Grantamania. It's like, that has nothing really to do with it, because if it's actually like works and we enjoy it, we can be like, all right, let's all go to Vegas next year. Or I was thinking about it the other night. I was like, what do we all were just like, all right, next year, we're going to throw you a curveball. We're all going to wherever the little town in Florida it is that has the Coral Castle. You know what I mean? So yeah. this, this is like endless possibilities of what we could actually do, but make it like an annual, we'll all meet up somewhere, I think. It's it might be the... yeah. like with the Westminster Dog Show. <laughs> if he wants it, that's going to turn into I, the, I the, the Burning Man of the paranormal. <laughs> Isn't that local? <laughs> the, oh my just god! Watch, it's going to it's going to turn into a monster. In about ten years, it'll be Budweiser presents Paramania. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Tim yeah. copyrighted well, we'll the name. Take corporate so. sponsorship if anyone wants to offer. Yeah, well, it's uh, the Red Bull oh, Paranormal Get Together. A place that might offer some legit sponsorship is the Spork Diner in uh, northeastern Dallas uh, that uh, is contactee-themed. They've actually got flying saucers uh, oh. for, the, for the lamps, and the back yeah. of the bar is AstroTurf cut to the shape of crop circles. Yes. Nice. I, I saw that site, yeah. and I said, what? And uh, Steve said, well, it's got the theme, but uh, past that, it's, but I guess they do have some decor, so that's nice. It's a it's, uh, it's it's a diner and they've got a bar and it's uh, it's only like I don't know ten minutes away from the hotel. Oh, okay, excellent. I already am in love with this place. Yeah, the other the the uh, other thing that I had asked Steve um, a, a humble request was, can we go eat at a couple nice places? Um, one of them would be probably a steak place because I want to have a big fat fat Texas steak. Uh, or maybe barbecue, and um, then something, some other place of people's choosing, maybe like you know Mexican food or something, or te- Texas Mexican food, which is different than other states' Mexican food. Tex-Mex. Yeah. Or, or a greasy food. spoon, even Real or food. even a really good greasy spoon for breakfast. I love those too. Oh, oh, actually, the best greasy spoon, uh, although it's pretty small, <laughs> is a Jay's Twenty Four Hour Diner. Where they've got like go. gambling machines and none of the booze match, and it's uh, but that's like within walking distance of uh, of the Hampton in Dallas, Addison. Oh, excellent, Steve! You're going to make away. me, Steve. You're going to hurt me now talking about all this good stuff. This sounds amazing. It's uh, well, you're just uh, you're the one who wanted to tease the audience uh, for just a, just a couple nights. So I've been teased for six months before you get to experience all the fun at Paramania. There you go. This sounds really awesome. I'll be honest. It really is exactly what we wanted to do, Greg and I. 
have yeah. an event, you know. Uh, where yeah, people I can just... come and just hang out and shit. And if yeah. you're a researcher, you know, if you if you're if you're not adverse to not having a table to prop your books up and shit, if you're a real researcher and you want to come and hang out, put it on your own dime and make the trip. Then do it. Yeah, I will probably. Everybody that's coming that has books, I guess they can bring them if people are going to buy them. We're not going to set up anything. You know, I'm not going to have a table there. I'll just like have them in my room. If somebody says, "Hey, could you get? Could you uh, sign me a book if I buy one?" I was like, "Yeah, sure," but I'm not going to say anything about it. Right, right. I just mean it's not. We're not like having vendors and shit. We're not like it's not like it's an unconventional convention. It's not like anything you've ever seen before. So yeah, I hope not. It sounds little. Sounds a little hippified to me. (laughs) <laughs> it sounds kind of woo-woo. I don't know if I can do this. Can we just get down to Dallas with no... I don't even have a ticket for your your paranormal event. I'd even put the theoretical ceiling on like 50. If that, once it gets more than like two dozen people, it's going to be hard. Or four dozen people, it's going to be hard to like manage. But Yeah, and like move everybody again, around. If it is that way, if it is that way, then we can be like, all right, clearly people want to do this, so... We apologize because we didn't have no idea how many people really wanted to do this. So yeah. next year, Vegas. And yes, we will not be disappointed if it disappointed if it's like twenty people. That's fine. It'd be a lot less stress if only like five people showed up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's zero stress any, any way you slice it. They show up and, it's, and then they're just like, "Well, just go wherever you want to go, guys." It's uh, uh, yeah, everything. It's all good. We 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 promised no one a rose garden. We promised. Camaraderie, people, it's, everything's fine. Yes, it, it sounds very go. altruistic. You, you're very peaceful. I like your peaceful outlook on things, Steve. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Tim. Our listener, Carlos, wrote and said, uh, Tim, we've got Chupacabras, the Lake Worth Goatman, and Southern Bigfoot, the more aggressive cousin of Sasquatch. Yeah, I got a message here okay. from um, uh, from Miguel. Uh, he says that uh, the first thing that popped up when he searched for Terling- Terlingua and uh, La Kiva Bar is a story about the bar owner being beaten to death. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> yes. He was apparently beaten to death. A Terlingua man found Terlingua, a jury found Terlingua man Tony Flint not guilty of all charges. Uh, following three and a half hours of uh, deliberation, a former Flint, a former li- river guide accused of beating La Kiva bar and restaurant owner Glenn Feltz to death last February, was being tried for first degree murder. So that, Wait, so, that so the guy was beaten to death, and but not by angry Indians or by spirits, just beaten to death. But the guy was found blameless for doing it. Yeah, apparently the, there was enough. There wasn't Weird. enough evidence against him. But yeah, but but the point was that Miguel said. That for, the first thing that comes up about Terlingua and La Kiva is that the owner was beaten to death. I mean, it's not funny for him, but geez, that's the first thing. And then he said, do you still want to go? And I said, yeah, even more now. <laughs> well, anyway, it's it's a funny story, and it makes me want to go to Terlingua, Texas even more now and visit La Kiva if it's still there since the owner's dead now. Post the link, and we will read the story, too. There you go. Thank you, Steve. So, Paramania, Dallas, Texas, April 123, paramania.org. That's where you can find out more information, but you won't know more about it for another, like, uh, two days. Right, Steve? That's, uh, that's what I've been led to believe. And, yeah, right. those are the dates. Uh, Sunday, if people want to come in just for the WrestleMania, that would be the 
April 3rd, but, you know, you want to hang out with, with those great researchers, so I have a couple days in advance. Don't, don't cheat yourself in the experience. I say go for all three days. Yeah, no, who would come in just for WrestleMania? That's crazy. Just come into town and uh, we'll, we'll go to Dealey Plaza, maybe Aurora. We'll figure it all out later, right, Greg? Yes, definitely, of course. Uh, the other thing I remember about Texas, one more thing in Dallas, was there was a rainstorm there, and I thought the house we were in was going to fall down. It was so violent. These the midwestern Texas rainstorms are crazy. Oh, and I was driving when I was driving through Arlington, which is uh, west of Dallas. I went by the downtown area, and there it looked like a bunch of the buildings were still being built. And I thought, wow, that's a lot of buildings under construction. That's not what it was. A tornado had gone through two or three days before and ripped the windows out of a bunch of the skyscrapers. So Texas is a great place. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a um, – I made uh, – okay, this is just speculative on my part, but I think they might have a weather control system built into DFW Airport. Really? There was a tornado that came – yeah. And, and here's my evidence. It's – Circumstantial, but that's good enough for well, that's good enough for some. Uh, there was a tornado, and it was going through Arlington, and it was going like due north. So it went through Arlington, which is immediately south of DFW Airport, and then it just kept going straight ahead, straight ahead, going right to the airport. And pretty much as soon as the tornado crossed the uh, southern edge of the of the property, it just dissipates. Has that happened so more than like, well, once? Uh, does it happen frequently? It doesn't. Uh, tornadoes don't hit the airport very often, but this one was like on a direct. You know, it was barreling down on it, and it uh, and since it vanished at the exactly when it had to, it made me think maybe they've got something set up for just you know high value targets because it would be really inconvenient if if the runways were all destroyed by a tornado. So it was, yeah. yeah, they might have the some of my, uh... my quote unquote story. They might have some uh, Reichian cloud, cloud busters uh, uh, hidden under the uh, uh, under the runway, and as soon as something's coming, they all come out of out from underground and point at the the offending weather. I'm speculating here. Yeah, that uh, yeah, yeah, actually, that is sort of what I'm thinking. I don't know what it is they're using, but it sure looks like they would have something. It looks like they did that one day, and it would make sense that they would. So something that works. I do. Are really you saying Jerry Jones controls the weather? Uh, I think he might control it for small areas that he owns. I think he'd be happy to do that. Nice. Can be a lot of celebrities in town for Paramania, also WrestleMania too, but also Paramania. Just Chris Jericho's a big uh, wrestling fan, so maybe you can reach out to him. I mean, big paranormal fan, so reach out to him and see. I'm gonna, Steve, I'm going to put you in charge if I can, if I can, if I may. I'm going to name you, you Czar of Out. Uh, I'm going to name you Czar of Outreach. Yeah. It's, uh, I've already Audrey. been doing that. I'll uh, I will I'll do that. Yeah, that, uh, thank, you. thank czar, you. I'm the public czar. You're the official czar of of outreach. Anyone anyone can get to uh, take part in all this. You know, I'm not shy about talking to strangers. That's, that's I'm perfectly suited for it. I couldn't believe how many people posted in the. Uh, you said there was not much reaction, but I'm seeing a lot in the uh, Radio Mysterioso page. So oh no, there's there's been a lot of reaction. The, uh, there's there's been a lot. I just haven't said too much about it. I'm not reading everything people put up, but yeah, there's been quite a bit of reaction. From no, I know that about four or five people, uh, or eight or nine. I think like folks, uh, but act fast. I, if, uh, personally, if I was like listening to this and I wasn't involved in it, 
and buying all the shit on Tuesday, I'd probably make a move like in the next few weeks before the holidays. You know, you don't want to be sitting here in February trying to like put it all together because it may not work out. Because there's going to be a hundred thousand wrestling fans there. They may take over the hotel. They might. Well, there are a lot of hotels though. The uh, the uh, Hampton Inn, Dallas Addison does have 158 rooms in the building, uh, but there's but there's lots of other hotels right nearby. So if they happen to to be snoozing and want and don't mind being just a couple miles down the road, they'll be accommodated. But it would be better right. We'll provide early a back. And yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so we're going to bring in a, uh, some paranormal uh, people to go and balance out the craziness. That's, that's, that's yeah, and we're right on the cusp of, like, we don't want some, some lunatics going to be sitting around going, I'm going to WrestleMania. And then while they're there, oh, there's a paranormal thing at Dealey Plaza? I'm going. <laughs> the next thing you know, we have, like, you know, the Dallas police are like, you have, uh, are all 300 of these people with you? And like, I, they were this team guy, I think. They, they said they're acting under your express orders and command, Mr. Banal. They said that you yeah. ordered them to appear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be quite the show. So, folks, Paramania, it's real. It's happening. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. I, Talk about I, a tulpa. I, I still we think it, it, I, I, it occurred. Yeah, I still think I'm dreaming. Yeah. Dreams come true. Here yeah, well, they are. All right, well, I'm going to lose my live audience. They can still listen on Radio Mysterioso. So thank you to all the people who tuned in to the live show, a very unorthodox edition of BOA Audio, but one that, uh, as I was teasing leading into the program, was very historic in nature. We kicked off the legacy of Paramania tonight, folks, and we want you to come. This is it, baby. Get your ass to Dallas. That's what we're saying. April 1st, 2nd, 3rd, Paramania, the first ever unconventional convention of uh, paranormal lunatics. Myself, Greg Bishop, Paul Kimball, possibly, probably Nick Redfern, maybe Smiles Lewis, uh, maybe no, Greg Wolfeater. Miles said yes. Nick, okay, Smiles, Nick okay. this morning said yes, I would love to do it. Yeah, so just tons of people. Nick's going to be there. Smiles will be there. Maybe Craig Wolheater. Possibly this other dude's talking to me. And even more, Joshua Cutchin, same Amy. Uh, Aaron Goulias wants to make it happen. So more and more people that you've heard on our shows are going to be there, and it's going to turn into a gathering, and we want you to be a part of the gathering. So Paramania, April 1st, 2nd, 3rd, Paramania.org. Look it up. It won't cost you a thing. Just get your ass to Dallas. I think everyone listened to your show, Greg. They all dissed me and listened, didn't listen to my show. So, What do you mean they didn't listen? How do you know that nobody listened to your show? I know. It's all the same show. That's the joke. Yeah, exactly. It's, I've got... Uh, I've got uh, well, it's, they meant to listen to your show. I'm not in it for the likes. No. Yeah, right. You're a pure podcaster. They're about spreading the message. Yeah. There you go. Amongst thousands thank of you, Steve. different podcasters. Steve, yes, thank you so for much, being Steve. a pain in the ass that this actually happened, man. <laughs> or it's actually got uh, not, it hasn't happened yet. Not a problem. Thanks happen. for uh, following up and uh, and solidifying it, Tim. It, uh, I, I don't think it would have materialized as well as it has without you. Well, I'm excited, man. I want to go to Texas and see what it's like. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, no, this is like, a, like positive vibes in every direction. Steve is the guest. Uh, my tradition that I've started this year is the guest gets to pick the lead-out music for Radio Mysterioso. All right. Oh, Steve, uh, it's time to say good night. Uh, so. 
<laughs> well, I, I don't not want to be sentimental, but I do love them skeletons. If that's not if that's not an old chestnut that we've heard too many times, I, I do love the skeletons. That's a band. The skeletons. What's skeletons? Skeletons and skeletons hiding in the chimney. Oh, that uh, song. I can't believe you remember yeah. that song. Yes, I will play that song. I love that song. There you go. Nice. A, a, a deep cut from Steve Ray. <laughs> <laughs> the deepest. Well, yes. I better turn on the. I better unmute my speakers. Then. Yeah, we're going. We're going into the well, uh, Halloween like season here. here, so it's uh, it, it is appropriate. So I will. All I, right, Greg. I have that queued up. Me. Can so. I wrap up my? Yes. Thank you for the live show simulcast. Congratulations on making history with me, and uh, I can't wait, man. Paramania, it's going to be awesome. It's an honor to have, uh, uh, I don't know, been a, an element, a catalyst in, in all this, but I really think it's, it was all, everything coalescing together. All right. It's be Th- awesome, man. Thanks, you guys. Right, thanks, Greg. Tim. Thanks for the simulcast. It's an amazing thing. I've never done such a thing before, and we will probably do it again. And thank you again so much, Steve. And uh, do you have to do an outro to, for your show, Tim, or did you already do it? I have no idea yet. Just send me. Well, I'm going to call you all when the show is over. Anyway, okay. just touch base. All right. So uh, wrap up the show, and we'll figure out the logistics of how to release it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Cool. Uh, here's uh, my pleasure for helping, Greg. Thanks yeah. and good night. Good night. Thank and... you, everybody. See you all at Paramania, baby, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Woo. Okay, here's uh, Skellikens by Rusty Diamond for our uh, friend Steve who helped us set up Paramania 2016.